and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And we are so excited today. I've been waiting to do this episode since we started our podcast. I know. I'm pretty sure we've teased this episode like since our pilot. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll talk about that someday. Yeah. I think, and I truly, you know what, I don't even care. I think this might be the most this is for us episode that we've ever done. <laughs> But, like, we have to do those Whatever, it's our show. And I also want to believe firmly in my heart that there is at least a listener out there that will know exactly what we're talking about and will be like, thank you for this. And you know what? Um, Even if there isn't, I don't care. I don't care because it's not a podcast. (laughs) So, today we are talking about a potentially, like, a controversial, at least in the way that people feel about it, reality show to piggyback on last week. We're yes, this is an through. idol reality show that we didn't mention last week because it is so significant to our to own us. like K-pop origin stories. We wanted to give it its own. We yeah. knew we would talk too much. It deserves its so own. So we separated it from the rest. <laughs> and it is We Got Married. We Got Married! Um, so this show was Hashtag on... Hashtag Let Idols Bang! Yes. This truly, oh my God, I am so excited to talk about this. I can't even stand it. Okay, so the show was on. We got to get the deets out of of the gate. The show was on NBC, and it was on from 2008 to 2017. So this is a goddamn staple. Mm -hmm. There were 373 episodes and 51 couples. Yes, it had four seasons, and it included some spinoffs. Spinoffs! Including like a a global, where it included um, international celebrities. And a Chinese version. And a Chinese version. Um, The original pilot episode was simply four arranged celebrity couples, like four, basically eight random celebrities that were coupled up with someone else. Um, and their whole premise was that they had to prepare a New Year's dinner with a budget. And sure. that's all it was. Um, the Then the first season introduced the idea of having, again, arranged celebrity couples. So the whole premise of the show is that a celebrity will basically like get a letter in the mail that says, congratulations, you're, you're getting, getting married. Getting married. Um, be at this place at this time to meet your husband or wife and they have no idea who their husband or wife is going to be and they go and they meet this person and they don't know how long they're going to be on the show but they're going to have to meet with this person like every week or so Mm -hmm. Um, they will every week they will have a mission or a task or an activity that they have to accomplish they will be given like a house Um, they often have like a fake wedding or like wedding photo shoot or a honeymoon that they get Um, and basically it's just like every week this couple is this quote unquote couple is given a mission to accomplish and the first season introduced the fact that there are MCs to the show okay, and yeah. basically the way that that works is kind of like how we explained on I Live Alone where like the content of the episode is recorded separately and then all of that recorded content is played in front of the MCs and like guests and an audience to get a reaction and commentary so the episode that you watch is the combined version of that, like the footage of them like going on their date or going to the store or going bungee jumping or doing whatever the fuck they're doing. And then in the corner, you get like the MCs like commenting on it. Um, and it's the MCs are the best part of the show. That's so fun. Um, 
So anyway, the first season had some notable, I didn't write down everybody because like Shannon said, there's 51 couples on it. And like half of the couples are like musicians or actors or, um, you know, like, I don't know, like random ass celebrities that I have no idea who they are. Just like quote unquote famous people. Like some of them aren't even that famous and they're just like random ass celebrities from Korea. Um, The first season, some notable guests. They had Shinwa's Andy and Junjin. They also had Super Junior's Kangin. And Girls' Generation's Taeon. That was one of the weirdest ones. I have to bring it up before we go any yeah, farther. Yeah, yeah. She was quote unquote married to Doni of Doni Coney yeah, yeah, and yeah. Weekly From Idol Weekly guys. Idol. And if you're like that guy, like yeah, it's crazy because like yeah. three months after they were done with their run, he got married for real and then like has twin daughters. Like it was because very he's like twenty strange. years older than her. And weirdest it was couple like a they ever weird did. Arra- yeah, it was very weird. But they were only on for. 13 episodes. That's very short. Yeah, they didn't have a very long run. <laughs> Couples all, they all have different run times. There's really no set structure for how long right. a couple's going to be on this show. It's kind of just like, how compatible are they and how popular Does anyone care? Yeah. Is their company? That's, yeah. That's and the, how available are they? Right. That's the weirdest part about We Got Married. Like, everything that you just said up, up top, like, I was going to expand on all of those points, like, a million times over. But, like, there kind of is no real format to We Got mm-hmm. Married. Like, it was on so long, and it had so many different showrunners and so many different types of couples that there isn't... I We can't tell you for sure, like, this is how a We Got Married season goes, because it yeah. was always always different while also being the same yeah the only thing that really stayed the same was like you get a letter in the mail telling you you're gonna get married and you don't know who you're marrying yeah that's really the only consistency from Uh, yeah the only consistency and like usually you get a house usually you get a wedding not always not everybody got a house or a wedding yeah Yeah. it was very it was like very different and it also depended on the season like how much funding that (laughs) company or the production company had like at first they had like a little village where like they had like little houses that was in the middle when there was a we got married village that was in the middle like a part where like oh we don't have that village anymore and like you guys are gonna be in this weird makeshift house that's on the roof of one of our like studios and then the other one like the last Last season was like, we have to spend all of our production budget. Here's a really, really, really (laughs) fancy apartment. Like, I don't know, man. It was this... Because the show was like, I feel like constantly threatened with cancellation. Yeah. That it like wildly very shifted yeah so let's go bef- so we can talk about like we got married in general since let's quickly go more through like people okay. who are on it so a couple seasons. we just talked about season one season two at first they tried to steer away from this arranged marriage thing and they had a real couple on mm-hmm. it to try and give you this like more realistic version of marriage and the couple was like supposed to give like marriage advice to the tanked the ratings <laughs> nobody gave a shit um so then they they brought back again celebrity couples just some notable couples I wrote uh, Joe Kwan from 2AM was quote unquote married to brown eyed girls they Guy were in. so popular then CN Blue's Jung Hwang Jung Young Hua was married to uh, Girls' Generation Sohyun. And then uh, Nick Kuhn from 2PM was married to Victoria from FX in season two. Uh, season three, Nick Kuhn and Victoria continued. They were a very popular couple. Um, then we also had Tiara member Yun Jung, who married actor Lee Jang-woo. We had Ladies Code 
uh, member Quan Rise, Rise, uh, who married a singer named David O. Oh. Super Junior's Lee Tok married an actress named Kang Sora. Uh, and then season four had Chinese Temin, who married A Pink's Nalan. Then we had um, one of my favorite couples, Too Young. They had, uh, which was Wu Young from 2PM and an actress named So Young. So their couple name was Too Young because they both had Young in their name. Then there was CN Blues, John Hyung, and an actress named Song Hyun. Another fantastic couple. If you ever watch their series, I highly recommend you also watch the, uh, the drama they put together. It is on oh Netflix. Even if you don't watch the We Got Married, uh, let me just just watch that. Let, drama. let me just tell you what's up right now. So We no. Got Married. <laughs> Jean Young from CN Blue instantly falls in love. Obsessed with her. Instantly loved her. Instantly with all falls in love. <laughs> With this beautiful actress, Song Sungyun. And uh in after their very first meeting, goes home and writes a song about how about their meeting. And like throughout their season, like they write they finish the song together, right? Mm-hmm. They like have this beautiful relationship. It's so lovely He's and pleasant. obsessed with her. She's <laughs> so doting and like so kind. It's beautiful and heartwarming in ways I don't have time to describe right now. Um, but so then, so they like, they have this lovely relationship on this show and then they release a drama together, which is a hilarious, crazy slapstick time travel drama called my only love song. And it is on Netflix. It involves them making out like all the time, five separate times, at least in that show. Uh, and it's called my only love song. And they wrote their love song together and their love is real. And I hope that when he comes out of the army, they're still together. I know, right? Anyway, um, that was going so we can get into this. <laughs> they also had B2B's Song Jae and Red Velvet's Joy, <gasps> as well as Eric Nam and Solar from Mamamoo, and our baby fur prize, Gong Myung, and uh, an actress whose name I honestly Jung didn't Hae-sung. write down. Thank you very much. Um, they were they were a couple that was the first couple on We Got Married to during their season say, They were fucking! And they did <laughs> not hide that at all. It was really cute. Actually, their like pilot episode, um, she she had a crush on him already. Like they had met before. They had met before and she had, she had like instantly fallen for him because he's a beautiful handsome prince. And they spent all night talking once. Yeah, like it was like a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the first day that they met, they ended up spending like the entire day and evening together talking and then like kind of kept in touch but didn't really. And so then when she was told like, oh, you're going to be on this show, like who would be your ideal husband? Because they always ask that when they were like first told that you're going to be on the show, like who would you like to be on the show with? And she said Gong Myung. And when they met, like they met, on, they always devised like really fun, goofy ways for them to like meet each other. Right. And so she had to be on this like ski lift. Uh-huh. Um, and she was wearing like a mask, like a ski mask or whatever. And he got on and like he wasn't wearing a mask. So she, he knew, she knew right it away that it was him. And she was like dying inside because she was like, oh my God, this is, I'm, I'm already in love with him and now I actually get to be his wife. 
wife. Um, and he recognized her right away um, in like a really cute way that he clearly already had feelings for mm-hmm. her too. There's just like really sweet and precious and basically like three episodes in, they were so touchy, like so affectionate. <laughs> it was crazy. And that everybody was like, this is ridiculous. Like someone throw cold water on them. Like what's happening? They had and to then, edit away from them in a way I'd never seen anyone get edited away from. Yeah, because there's like, and we're going to talk about this throughout uh. this whole episode of how like there were real love connections, not all of them, but like of some not. of them were real love connections. And like in those moments, those idols had to be very careful about like how they express their affection for each other because obviously like they have a lot of fans watching and they, they're not really supposed right. to be in love and they can't actually kiss this person on TV or whatever. Gong Myun didn't give a shit mm. about that. Neither did his wife. And so there's like a scene where they're like moving in for the first time into their house and they straight up start making out in their bedroom and the camera just like awkwardly cuts, cuts away. away. Um, and anyway, the very next episode, they announced that they were actually a couple and then their season got they kind of They killed awkward. the show. They killed the show. Yeah. Like, I love them, but I'll tell you right now, they killed the show because it can't, like, they ended it yeah. because there was a freaking episode. I mean, I was into it, but there was an episode where they, like, went on their honeymoon trip like everybody does. They're sitting in a hot tub. They're all up on each other in the hot tub and then they ran away from the cameras and that was the end of the episode because they ran away from the cameras they killed the show yeah they couldn't keep it in their pants and they ruined it for everyone okay Um, but it's okay Gong Myung I still love love you you. so let's okay so let's back up I just want to talk about We Got Married in general. Yeah. That was like just, just a getting it off of like overview. who might be on it. Uh, I will also say right now that um, the latest episodes of season four are on available on Vicky. This includes like Eric Nam's uh, se- season, um, J- Gong Myung's season, um, Bomi from A Pink is mm-hmm. on there as well. So the last, I would say, maybe like. 80 75 episodes season four also includes like Temin and Nan and Too Young like Woo Young and uh, from 2pm their season is their relationship is not on Vicky but like the later half of the fourth season also in the same vein um, NBC does have all of this show on their YouTube channel however they only English subtitle a five-minute segment of every other episode. Ooh. Like, they find moments that were worth putting an English subtitle on. So, it's all worth if you want subtitles. to watch the whole Taming season, you can do it, but there will only be subtitles every 20th video. Like, mm. bleh. Boo. So, okay. Talk, so, We Got Married is very, very important to me because I've talked about before, this was, like, my introduction into so many things. Mm-hmm. And I can get back to that in a moment, but... I wrote down just, like, a list of elements of what I think makes, like, We Got Married such a special show. Okay. And you brought it up earlier, but I think the MCs are so fantastic. And I've said before that if the MCs aren't your favorite part of We Got Married, then you're watching it wrong. Totally. Um, Because, yeah, they they pop up in the corner (laughs) or they, like, cut to them away in studio, but they, they get jealous. They get annoyed they cringe they scream they like yell yeah they support the couples being real couples more than than anybody else like they want the love to be real so much that it's so validating to watch (laughs) like 
Uh, Danny, Danny on from G.O.D. I love oh him so much. He was an MC for a while and I loved him because he had that bitter single guy energy. Mm-hmm. Like he would just get cranky at people. And like if the dudes wouldn't make moves, he would get really angry. Yeah. Like, why aren't you just But doing then when this? things like, were like really cute in Woo Young season, he would just like watch behind a pillow hello. and he would be so like, he would just squee and it was so Cute. Yeah. Uh, the the MCs, MCs are really great. And they also, a lot of the MCs and eventually got to be coupled up on the show. Yeah. If um, they were single. If they like were single. Some of the MCs because were Park, like married couple. Park Mi Sun, who is like a lady comedian, I think she was also a host on like a good chunk of uh, Happy Together, like back when okay. it was a sauna, when it was the sauna show. Mm. Um, but anyway, she was the only consistency in the MCs throughout all of the years. Yeah. And because sometimes like they would, they had a consist, they had like a cast of MCs Two and then every once in a while people. they would bring in like friends of the couple. So like, uh, if, um, if a member of 2pm was on, we got married, then they would have like other members or like idols who are good friends with them there to be an MC and to like watch the episode. And, and call their bullshit out. Yeah, and then be like, he's a liar or whatever. Yeah, on that exact same topic, a thing that I wrote down is like one of my favorite episode, like types of We Got Married episodes is when the members, having the members over for dinner, yeah. surprising the members or whatever, because there was just something so funny about like the call outs and the like dragging and the jealousy. Oh, especially the jealousy oh, yeah. of everything that would happen when like members got brought into it. Um because like we got married is because we've talked about this a lot on the show how idols are um you know for better or worse not allowed to have public relationships and this is the one opportunity like if you were on we got married you got to have a somewhat public relationship at least you got to pretend that you were in a relationship you got to be affectionate with someone else you got to go on nice dates sometimes you got to go on trips and honeymoons like you got to sort of play this role that you ultimately like weren't allowed to play and so when you have someone like on Timin's uh, season when like Mino and Key came on like Key was so bitter and jealous that Timin got to be on this show like he yeah. wanted to be on We Got Married so badly because he just like wanted the opportunity to explore this side of life that right. as an idol you don't get to explore exactly that was the next thing on my list is just like the the mere con- concept of idols getting to date or to pretend to date it was great it's a nice insight into people's personalities mm-hmm. it's really fun to see how people like act in those kinds of situations yeah. um and then there's also just all the shipping yeah. all the shipping like so much shipping because sometimes you can't hide the love that's in your eyes right. like we can see those heart eyes from miles away nikun we yeah. know they're real and it's fine so i have to say like i this is my biggest thing at the bottom before i get any further but like in def- i need to defend we got married okay because i feel like it is when it was on fans had a lot to fucking say about it um because like we said <laughs> idols aren't really allowed to have these relationships and so obviously like them being on these kinds of shows especially someone like Timin who was so young and like very very shortly after his debut did he go on this show like it caused a lot of controversy very easily just simply based on the premise of the show right but there so there was this sort of idea all 
uh, surrounding it of that we got married is 100% fake mm-hmm. and anybody who likes it is stupid and it's a fake bullshit fake show. Um, one of the things that people like to use to prove this was this weird paparazzi picture from the first season when Tiara, that girl from Tiara was on it. Mm-hmm. They were like filming, they'd done like a, you know, uh, gone to Thailand for a trip episode or whatever. And people were taking pictures of them. And in the background, there was a PA holding up a cue, like a cue card that said, let's try coconuts. And so people were like, this is a fake bullshit scripted mm. show. It's entirely scripted. It's fake. It's bullshit. It's fake. But like we said at the beginning of the episode, like that's how reality shows work. Like if you can't just let people walk through a market because no. people have to agree to be on camera. Sometimes you have to pay for that stuff. Like it's all you have to get releases <laughs> formed. You have to clear certain roads so that yes. I mean, can walk down the street. Yes. Like, give me a fucking break. So you they can't just release the these idols person. into the yes. into the world. Yes. So I think it doesn't take anything away from it. If when they showed up to shooting, someone was like, OK, you guys can catch up. But then. Somebody needs to say, wouldn't it be fun to go ice skating? Like, yeah, they yeah. have to do that mm-hmm. because you have to, like, build a show around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I like, think- you guys are going to get together and then you're going to go build furniture or whatever. Right. <laughs> so I think that, like, We Got Married isn't fake. It isn't scripted, but it is manufactured. Yeah. And that, like, a path was built that they had to follow. But I also think that it kind of forced is a bad word but like everything they did like uh facilitates bonding like the whole point was like trying to get these people to give a shit about each other and they didn't always so that's why i think that's another thing like i think like people who like we got married just get like painted as like stupid delusional assholes but like i can say for a fact that like plenty of these people didn't like each other oh yeah no 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 there are (laughs) many couples that had no chemistry at all but like the ones that do have that chemistry it's so fun to watch Mm -hmm. because they are there's like such a at least for the idols in particular, like there were other like more adult couples. Oh, that, that you were like, ooh, they should totally. Yeah, get that you married. were like, ooh, like maybe <laughs> when this is over, like they will really date. But there's some, there's like an innocence and like naivete almost in the eyes of the idols, in the sense that like it's all so new and like it's so refreshing that they get to walk down the street and hold this person's hand and they're not going to get in trouble for it because it's for a TV show and so they get this sort of like there's this like fun excitement to it and like it's something that they're it's a side of them they're not allowed to show the public and so as a fan of these idols who does support them being in healthy loving relationships it's really rewarding to see when a favorite idol of yours like does have a crush on somebody and that right. person likes them back and oh look now they're holding hands right. and like it's just really fucking fun and that's what <laughs> I wrote in like big pretty letters with like glitter around it is the word showmance and yeah. I don't know if everybody is like familiar with this term but like it, I feel like it comes from like the acting world where mm-hmm. you get put in these situations where you are like stuck with a whole bunch of people for a lot like many many hours of the day and like maybe you have been like you and this guy are like oh you're playing husband and wife in this Mm -hmm. weird play for the next six weeks and how often those people end up dating end up dating but just for that short period of time of like oh we're stuck together and like 
I also I also went to summer camp a lot, had mm. a lot of like uh, summer camp boyfriends that I loved desperately for three weeks and then never saw again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. feel like this show sort of has that kind of element where like, do I think that every single uh, one of these couples like kept in touch after the fact? No, absolutely. I know that plenty of them did not, which is a bummer. But I also don't think it discredits the time that they spent together because I think that yeah, they is could real have... in that element. It's real. Yeah. And they did like form a connection. However, you know, however deep or long lasting it was, I think varied. Um, I think that there are some couples you could argue like probably did last outside yeah. of the outside of the season. Um, I have good intel and of and a gut feeling that at least one of these couples is still together. But whatever, I'll I could keep that to myself. But you know. But I also, like, I don't know. The one we're going to talk about forever today, like, I, I, it's true. It's a true fact that these people did not stay together or whatever. But I don't yeah. think, I don't think their whole relationship was, like, fake. I do, like, yeah, that's the thing I, is I, I think, think these people their, cared about each their other. Their connection was sincere while they were together. Yes. Like, maybe they didn't actually date outside of this show but they did actually like each other they were very kind to each other and they cared for each other sincerely and that's what i like yeah. about the show is that's that's the point i'm making like i'm not trying to say that like i believe with all my heart that all mm-hmm. these people loved each other and had a great time and stayed together afterward because i don't think that they did but yeah. i do think that like that the show part of it, like, that it matters. And, like, these people made memories together and they did things yeah. together and it matters. And I, I think it's worth noting that, like, at the beginning of the show, when they first meet for the first time, like, they meet in sort of, like, the, an awkward blind date situation where, like, they're always in different scenarios, but, like, they just sort of come upon each other yeah. and they're like, oh, hi, ha, ha, you're my wife or whatever. And um, there's usually a point in that first episode where the couple sits down and they have like a meal or a coffee or something together and they talk about what they want out of their time on the show together because sometimes like idols or whatever like the cast members they kind of like sometimes they know and they volunteer to be on the show and sometimes it comes as a surprise like their manager or their company or whatever signed them up for it mm-hmm. and so they they just know that they have to do it right and so they have this sort of moment in their first meeting not always but often the couples will have like this meet this moment in their first meeting where they sit down and they say okay we have to do this so what is it that you would like out of this time that we share yeah. together and most often they agree that like no matter what they agree to take the time that they have seriously. They agree to put their full effort into it. And they agree to treat each other with respect and with kindness. And that those sort of foundations of like, look, we are coming into this agreeing and knowing that it is not a real relationship, knowing that it has this expiration date. It's only for a short amount of time and it is for TV but let's treat it as sincerely and respectfully as possible right. so that we can both have a nice time. And kind of in that sense where we talked last week about how like these shows are just like pleasant people being nice to each other. It's that sort of element of just like, here we are in this situation. Let's make the best of it right. and have a nice time while we're here. And they, some, they have such and nice And they did. Times. And that's, and because of that kind of like, uh, general agreement of it. That's why two or maybe three people got kicked off the show for being caught in real relationships. Yeah. People being like, hey, you are breaking 
the bond. Of, yes. You so can't have a girlfriend several, and be on We Got Married. Mm, exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Especially because <laughs> then, like, fans of We Got Married who do support the couple in particular, like, if one of the couples is caught in dating rumors with someone who's not their couple, then they say, like, you're disrespecting the your marriage contract. Wife. Yeah, your virtual marriage is Yeah, like, being you are supposed to be in this relationship and you can't be giving that relationship 100% if you're then leave, walking off the We Got Married set and going out with some other girl. Exactly. Um, so it is treated seriously in a variety of contexts. Um, but so, did Siri, Siri just, just turn on? Shut up, Siri. I'm not talking to you. Um, uh, but anyway, so we're going to talk specifically about one couple today. Yes. And the reason that we chose to talk about this couple is because this show and this couple in particular is very important to both of our K-pop origin stories. True. And the couple we're talking about today is Kuntoria. Kuntoria. Also known as Nikun from 2PM and Victoria from FX. Yes. Um, okay. So you just named our players. The time period of this, this is, they started in March 2010, which was season three, and they carried over into season four. They were on the show for a year and three months. No, I'm sorry. They started in season two. They carried over into season three. three. Yeah. They were on the show for a year and three months, which was Long longer than time. anyone. Um, at the time, I thought I wrote this down. Well, no, I can just do math. At the time... Victoria was 22 and Kuhn was 21. Okay. Um, They're both foreign idols. Victoria is Chinese and Kuhn is Thai. From Thai. Thailand. <laughs> from Thai. He's from Thailand. Um, I wonder sometimes, like I was thinking about it today, like why this couple was so extremely popular. Um, I think like a part of it, like, they fed each other a lot, which the general public really down. liked. I wrote that down. Their very first episode, she feeds him immediately. And as then everybody was go really into them yeah. feeding each other. And then I also wondered um, if it was just, if it was their foreignness. Like, mm-hmm. I can tell she, I can hear her accent. His isn't as bad. But I wonder if they're in the same way that I like seasons of Bachelorette Australia better because I like people's funny Australian accents. I wonder if, like, they were particularly cute. Maybe. I mean, it is. she doesn't understand people a lot. Like, yeah. she has to have people repeat words to her all the time. And one of a specific episode, she's, like, trying to learn Korean idioms mm-hmm. and, like, she misspeaks in cute. So maybe it was just he, cute. He makes her this, like, dot, this dictionary. <laughs> we'll get to it. Okay, we'll talk okay. about that in a minute. But I will say that, like, that, it, that was also a very common theme and element in their show, that they were the foreign yeah. idol couples. Like, the MCs brought it up all the time like almost to exhaustion and like too much where it's like okay we get it they have an accent or whatever like we get it they don't they're foreign like okay yeah um okay so i i've i watched this basically i watched the whole show i skimmed it but i watched as much as i could this weekend to like try to refresh myself um because I want to talk about like what this means to us before we like. That's go what I was going to say. Yeah, before we start talking about specific episodes, talk to us about like the significance of the show and why we're dedicating an entire yeah. episode to it. So I I was having like serious flashbacks while watching all of this stuff because I think I've said this uh, in an earlier episode, but just to reiterate, like I had discovered a pink 
And immediate, like very, very, like the day or two when I was like watching all their videos, I found this interview and Yoonji said in the interview, like, oh, our noun like just got married and everyone was like, oh, good for her. And I was like, oh my God, this girl is married. Yeah. She's so young. And I like thought that was so intriguing. And then I like Googled it and it was like shiny Timmy. And I was like, oh, she's married to a dude in a boy band. Like, this is so fun. Totally thought it was real. Like, because it's hard. Was very confused. It's very confused. Found the show, sort of figured out eventually after like an episode that it wasn't a real marriage. But I was very confused because I thought it was like a Nick Lachey, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newlywed. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, celebrity marriage yeah. reality show. Found out it wasn't real. But the show was like four or five episodes into their season. So I was having to like, I devoured it all in a day. Decided, like, we just discovered I love Shiny. So now I have two K-pop groups and this show that I love. That combines them both. Yes. How coincidental. But it was on week to week. And while I was waiting between, like, episode five and six, I discovered through Google that the the real We Got Married couple is Kuntoria. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the real one. So I went back, and I want to say within three or four days, I watched all 65 episodes of them. And then I sent it to you, and you did the same. Yeah, and it, like, vastly de- derailed my grad school work. Like, I, <laughs> I would go to the library, and, like, because I feel like you... I mean, it's funny to, like, go back and rewatch the Kuntoria episodes because we were watching these in, like, 2013. 280p, baby! Time, I, this was a rough weekend. L- old yeah. school Yeah, well, I was, I was going to say, t- we watched them in 2013, mm-hmm. right. right? So, like, five years ago, they're, the files are such shitty quality. They are so small. And whatever you sent them to me, like, I was able to, they were, like, QuickTime files. Yeah. Like, QuickTime players, so I didn't even need the internet, internet. in order to watch them and so I would like go to the which was terrible because what I would do in grad school was I'd go to the library and I'd turn off my internet so that I would just like write my essays and I wouldn't be tempted to go like ch- internet surfing and then I had this 65 <laughs> episodes of show of a show that I could watch without any internet at all and I would sit in the library and spend the first like hour just watching Kuntoria episodes and I would like or I would specifically sit in like a corner of the library so that nobody else could see my computer screen and I remember just like trying to hold my facial expressions in because this is a show that you just like <laughs> through the entire thing and I'm just like sitting there in the library like trying to be passive and cool and like oh man yeah, that no, show I really made my work hard. I was also like <laughs> so fucking into it. Like I also remember around this time, like my very vivid memory is like Wade was still working nights. So like I would wake up and like sneak out of bed and it would still the house would still be dark and it'd be like, OK, I have to leave for work in 22 minutes. So I'd be like, I can watch We Got Married for seven and a half minutes like I was watching it at every single second that I could I couldn't get enough of this show it was so addicting and like is honestly the reason I love 2pm as much as I do yeah it's the reason I love a lot of things as much as I do I like wrote down because what rewatching it this time was honestly such a trip I hadn't seen it I hadn't seen it in a couple of years and like watching the first couple episodes I just like remembered how much I did not know when, like, when I first started watching the show, 
everything about it was foreign to me. Yeah. I like watching now, like I said, I've what I, I skimmed through like 65 episodes this weekend. I didn't have to look at the screen the whole time. Mm-hmm. I understand people speaking Korean now. So like, I don't have to do that all the time, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Cause I know the first time I watched it, I, I, I couldn't read. I could like, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about anything. Mm-hmm. And I was just reading the subtitles and I would have to pause it and like Google things all the time. I like wrote down just like a handful of things I think I learned about from we got married. And some of these can be vocabulary words, which we haven't done in so long. Skinship. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's being a vocabulary a weird... word. Yeah, so um that's definitely an aspect of Korean culture that I had no idea about before we watched the show and it comes up a lot. A lot. Like so if you watch variety shows or like V lives or whatever, basically skinship is physical affection between two people and um it is like between members of the same gender, like a little bit more Often, you know, Mm -hmm. like members of a boy group or a girl group or whatever, like will hold hands or like put their arms around each other, like snuggle or whatever. Like they are, they can often be very affectionate with each other. But the skinship that you build with, um, a, person of the opposite sex that you, or like I should say a person that you are like romantically interested in is a very important piece of the relationship that takes a back seat in a lot of ways to like your emotional and intellectual connection to that person. Um, Like a lot. And also the idea of like speaking formally and informally. Yes. That's the next thing on my list. Like that was a thing because in Basically, every we got married, every couple, single one, they, they have to start discuss out. Speaking. How are we going to talk to each other? Yeah, and the very when they first meet, they speak formally, and I remember this being like a very significant piece of the conversation with uh, C and Blues, John Young, because he wanted to speak informally right away, and she had a hard time like breaking the pattern yeah. of speaking formally, um, and so. Uh, that was like a fun aspect of it yeah. or whatever. But then, but they ask each other like, what can I call you? Like, can I call you by your name? Do I need to have like a formal identifier at the end of it? Like, and they try and then eventually to maybe picking couple nicknames, nicknames or and like, that, like that part of it. Later. Um, but the skinship piece of it like really comes in, especially because the MCs pick up on that shit right really away. Quickly. And they always, always, always are like, oh, he touched her shoulder. Yeah. Oh, he put his hand around her. Like, oh, did she mean to feed him like when she fed him that thing he's his lips touched her finger or whatever like the smallest pieces of contact yeah. are are pointed they mean out everything. immediately they yeah. like mean every i can't believe how and much things, this show would get me like worked up over over somebody like wiping something off of someone's cheek and being like yeah. oh my god i touched like it's Especially, crazy Especially, and that that was something that like was a real real fun like culture shock as an American where like Americans are so PDA like they just are so affectionate all the time and like you don't give a shit about that on TV shows or reality shows where like you're banging on the first day you met right. someone or whatever like all of that crap and it's so fun to then like go back and watch this show where like they do not 
touch at all for like a very long <laughs> period of time. And then it's like, oh, he put his coat on, her coat on for her. Like, that's such an important piece of thing. Right. Whatever. Or like, oh, like she drank from the water bottle and yes. then he drank that's from it afterward. Down. The idea of an indirect kiss. Indirect kiss. Which I had never even thought about for a second, but they would bring it up anytime on the show. Yeah. If you use a spoon and then put that spoon in someone's mouth, they'd be like, <gasps> indirect kiss. Yeah. But it's not anything. Um, There's like a very like fun like middle school vibe about it of like, ooh, did he mean to touch my hand? Like, whatever. I don't know. He I used my chapstick. We basically kissed. I love this show. I love this show. Love but yeah, I don't know. I just like, I feel like this is the show that introduced me into so many concepts of Korean culture mm-hmm. and so much K-pop. And I like, I feel like I learned everything that I know from We Got Married. And it was really fun going back through this Contoria season. And I'm excited to talk about it. Um, but the funniest part was all like, was how much Korean I understand now and how I knew who everyone was Mm -hmm. like the first time I watched it didn't know who the MCs were didn't know the people they ran into in the hallways didn't know anyone yeah now I recognize all of those people they all have bad 2010 haircuts and look crazy but it was really funny to like see it again all these years later yeah and it's fun to like go back and watch it knowing so much now about how the k-pop industry works as well because the time that nikun and and victoria were on this show like both of them were actively promoting with their groups Mm -hmm. um and so like they would see each there were a whole episodes where like both of them were performing at music bank and so victoria would like go and she roped in shiny to like help her do something for Nikun or whatever who was like in a waiting room like two you know hallways over or whatever Um, and so it was just like really fun to see those like current aspects of the industry like in this in this TV show All right, well I say let's go for it because I made notes of like every single episode Mm -hmm. so that we'd have things to talk about Um, okay so the first episode of Kuntoria Nikun, it immediately starts with a mean prank, which is like yeah. a lot of their relationship is what I think are mean pranks. <laughs> um, so he gets on like a bus and it's like decorated crazy and people are like, and then a comedian lady sits next to him and she's mm-hmm. like, I'm your wife. And it's supposed to be hysterical and crazy that he would even marry this comedian. Haven't you heard comedians are ugly? That seems to be the like, yeah, the joke. But he doesn't realize it's a joke. And so and he's being it, really sincere yeah. to her. And, and he didn't notice that the bus, the side of the bus, has a picture of Victoria on it. Uh-huh. So like it was very it was supposed to be very obvious mm-hmm. who he was marrying, but he didn't know that. So he gets on and he thinks that this comedian woman is really his wife. And so he's being like very respectful. And yeah. like the joke does, and she's trying to get him to like freak out or react in any other way and he's just like a nice sweet boy who's not going to insult this woman who's sitting right in front of him who mm-hmm. he might have to be married to for like months and months and the prank just, just it just like doesn't go the way they yeah. wanted it to yeah so she like eventually is like uh just kidding it's not me blah 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 yeah. so then they go to the 63 building which mm-hmm. is like a tall building um and he has to take an elevator up and the elevator opens several times yes and there's like a girl standing there and he's supposed to ask like a secret question like mm-hmm. what's your favorite food and she's supposed to say samgyeopsal but like 
there's different like actresses and like hot girls on every floor yeah. and they're like saying other things. Mm-hmm. And so the elevator just like opens and he has like no control over the elevator. <laughs> it just like he gets in and it will open at random times and he has to ask this question and when he hears the right answer like that's when he gets off. So finally it opens the to top. Victoria. She says the right answer and he gets to and She gets on the elevator yes. with him. Yes. Um, and they go and they eat her favorite food. Yes, they go eat their favorite food. Uh, she they feeds they, him immediately. Feeds him immediately. And he has this precious moment <laughs> where she does it without even thinking. Because she, I think this probably came from her being like the oldest member of mm-hmm. FX, that she was just the mom. Like she's so used to taking care of people that like she immediately, without questioning or thinking twice about it, just makes a little wrap for him and hands it to him, like to, for him to eat it out of her hand. And he instantly looks at the camera like, oh, and then like covers his mouth and like goes and bites it and it's so cute. It's so cute. They're and so then cute. uh they went then they go to karaoke and they call uh Juno and Wu Young from two PM because and Victoria says because it was getting awkward and they didn't know what to say yeah. to each other anymore. Um they were very young. They were very very young. they were wearing very tight t shirts. I was dying. <laughs> it's it's so fun to go back into the past, guys. It's hilarious. Um so I'm going to just like skip over the first couple episodes for a bit because I think this just is like hit some highlights. Yeah, because I think one of the funnest things about We Got Married, I was going to bring it up. There was a point when you were talking earlier where it would have fit in so good. But just that I feel like in all, at least with the good couple, at least with the quote unquote good couples, the couples that I like, the couples that I feel like had some spark, there's usually like a moment, like a turn where you're like, oh, after this episode, everything was different. Like, mm-hmm. they talk to each other different. They look at each other different. Like, a lot of people have a moment. And I feel like Kuntoria's didn't come for a really long time. Yeah, Their were- first, like, 20 episodes are honestly really awkward. Yeah, they're very awkward at first. And, like, both of them try in different ways to make it not awkward. But I think that, like, maybe it was, like, a communication language barrier in some sense where, like, they had to communicate in Korean and neither of them were. I mean, for Nikun, it's, like, his third language. Mm-hmm. And for Victoria, it's her second. And, like, so they kind of struggled with that. But I think also, like, they were both very unsure of how to conduct themselves on the show and so they like and they didn't know each other at all and they were like from different companies and etc like I think they had a really hard time finding their no totally and I feel like so many of the like uh, like a classic we got married type episodes that came after them are like because they did them first like yeah they like the camping episode. No one previous to them had been on the show as long, had had this chemistry. Like yeah. they they really like set a bar. So at the beginning of their episodes, like, uh, oh, I wrote an episode five was their first lie based surprise, which was like one of the most awkward and worst parts of the season is that like they both liked to do lie based surprise pranks that end up making again like I think this is just a symptom of Korean TV people making someone super super mad or sad Mm -hmm. and then being like just kidding so he they like were away they meet and then they like have to go on tour for like a month yeah Um, that was another thing I think you might have said it at the beginning but I learned it when I got really into the show that like in generally they would shoot this like once a month Mm mm-hmm 
like on a Tuesday at 10 p.m. or whatever, they'd just shoot. And then the way the show's aired for like three or four episodes, you'd be getting the same storyline. Yeah. And I find that in all of my favorite We Got Mary episodes are at the end of that day. Like when they had been together for 18 hours, like mm-hmm. that's when the episodes got the funnest. Yeah. Um, because of all the awkward since, because I think if they were only seeing each other once a month, those first couple hours would be weird. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And because uh, I think we should explain also like one episode of We Got Married is not just about one couple. Sorry. So like one episode might feature three different couples on it. And so like that one 60 minute episode, the first 20 minutes are about one episode, uh, one couple, the second 20 minute, then it switches to another couple, then it switches to a third couple. And so you only see like, let's say that they're together for 18 hours starting on a Tuesday and then a Wednesday. That one day will be cut into maybe three or four episodes and then you just sort of only see little 20 minute snippets every week of their whatever excursion so it's very drawn out yes so in the very beginning of Kuntoria, they like were separated for like a month after mm-hmm. their initial meeting and they had like agreed to like, let's let's leave each other notes like and keep a diary of when we're gone. Yeah. And then they go on a train trip. And when they get on the train, Kun is like, oh, I didn't I didn't do I that didn't do it at book. all. Yeah. And then she's pissed. Yeah, because she took time and, like, really worked hard on hers, and he supposedly didn't at all. So then they wait through the whole day. They, like, go to the river. He has his arms out. His body is crazy. It was especially crazy then. so buff. And uh, they have a good day at the river, and then finally... He's like, he gives her his photo book. Yeah. And then he says what becomes his catchphrase, which is, it's okay if you want to cry. She doesn't want to cry. No, she's just mad. It just became like one of their catchphrases. The MCs would say it all the time. He would say it all the time. Like, it's okay if you want to cry. Especially because Victoria is like a very like savvy woman. And like she she isn't an overly emotional person. Like she doesn't cry easily. Um, I also wrote down that uh, that camping episode because they like so they go like on this train ride and she's really pissed at first. And then uh, she's pissed for like a long time. And then they go to the river and they're like walking through the river. And this is sort of their first skinship that which like Mm -hmm. quickly builds because as they're walking through the river, like she slips on some rocks and he like catches her and at first he's just sort of holding her elbow quickly turns into holding their hands as they're walking through like that makes a big difference the MC's really freaked out over it and then they go and they have this like tent set up and they're like supposed to like lie down in the tent and like take a nap or whatever and Cooney's just like peeking at her the whole time he like doesn't really want to nap at all and they're so flirty and he like pokes her and like pushes her because then he gives her the book right. and she's just like you little shit like why did you tell me you didn't do this and he's just like teehee like pushes her away like are you mad it's okay if you want to cry and she's just like child like, yeah. So then, let's see, then early on then they had, it was like Kuhn's birthday and she made him like a nine piece mm-hmm. meal and like brought it out to the park yeah. and it was And all- she's a phenomenal cook. Yeah. So like so much, I wrote down that like one of my favorite things about Kuhn Toria is them in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. They're like very, very cute in the kitchen together. Agree. Um, then they like, then they got their driver's licenses together. That was a couple of mm-hmm. episodes. 
Um, then they like at the time we mentioned it already, Joe Kwan from 2am and guy from Brown Eyed Girls were on the show Mm -hmm. and they were also an extremely popular couple at the time, Mm -hmm. um, which is so funny because he is gay as hell. Yeah. But, uh, they were, people loved them. Uh, so then they have like a double date episode with them, Mm -hmm. which I wrote down as one of my favorite things about We Got Married. I love the episodes where there are multiple couples where they make all the couples on the show do something together yeah, it's fun. because you get to see how different everybody's dynamics are. And people will be like, he's holding her hand. You never hold my hand. Yeah. And like, the, it's, oh my God, I love it. I love those episodes. So they have like a, a marriage double date where they've been on the show forever. So they're like, they're very over each other. And yeah. they have that kind of like, we've been married for 20 years, even though they've been on the show for six months. It's so funny. So they have like a, a friend double date. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Joe Kwan's from 2 a.m. and Nick Coon's from 2 p.m. So like they were already buddies. Yeah. And so that two, helps. two other guys from 2 a.m. were like semi permanent MCs that mm-hmm. season. They were like always on the MC couch. Yeah. Um, Oh, I wrote in episode seven while Googling Nakoon, Victoria watched the Cabby song video. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was funny because we brought that up on the show together. Oh, um, that's so funny. They go to the beach a lot together um, in their season. He, I wrote that he loves to pick her up. He picks her up all the time, especially when they go to the beach. There's like one very cute moment where they're like trying to take a picture on the beach and she like slips. And so he just he's sitting on a rock and she's like trying to like stand next to him on the rock and she slips and he just casually like pulls her onto, onto his, his lap. lap. And it's so cute. And the MCs and are the MCs are like, ah! but then the girl MCs are like. You know what? I wish that guys wouldn't do that because you can't actually sit on their lap. You have to. It hurts so bad because oh, you can't know. really sit on them because they'll know how heavy you are. So you have to. You like, have to like hold cover. yourself. And you have to like do like a wall sit so that they don't really know. But um, I wrote he loves picking her up and she loves his back. Oh my god! Yes, he, she loves giving him massages. She loves giving him back hugs. There's this really precious scene where he's like playing the piano and she starts writing a message oh my on his god. back. And it ends with a heart and then a back. Okay. So I wrote in episode 15, he has to take FX to the water park. And that's when they all start calling him dad. Yeah. They try for a second to call each other mom and dad. It does not stick. They like try it for a couple episodes. Um, his hair, I wrote that his hair was super hideous. He, he her hair doesn't change at all through no, the whole year and a half. he has like and five has, different hairstyles and they're all bad. They're all bad. Except um, for like one. One is okay. Then on episode 18 is when I wrote second lie surprise. This one makes me super angry. Is like the one on the boat? Yeah. I, I had to skip down. it again because it makes me mad every time. So he has a concert in Busan. It's 2 p.m.'s first, like, this was so long ago. It was 2 p.m.'s, like, first concert. And she comes to the concert, sees him before, and then he's like, okay, I'll see you after. He, like, rents, or he he rents. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get a boat. There's a yacht. And he's like, he has this whole surprise planned for her. But instead, like, he has to turn it into a lie. They're up on the top of the yacht. And he's like, oh, God, I'm sick. I'm so sick hold on, I'm sick. And he like goes down to the bottom of the deck and she's just sitting there and she's like looking at the producers and she's like, is he okay? Like, should I go check on him? Whatever. And while he's down there, he's like 
hanging up streamers because he's going to sing her a song. Yeah, but she's sitting like, up on the deck being mm-hmm. like, is he like he's sick? And he's like so <laughs> clumsy that he ends up taking like way longer than he's supposed to. Like he plans to just be like, oops, I got a barf. I'll be right back. Like, sorry. <laughs> and like dip downstairs for maybe 10 minutes. And then he like spills shit and he rips shit and he like can't get his shit together. And so it takes him so long to like spread the flower petals and put up the lights that she's up there being like, oh my God, is he like vomiting his brains out do we need a doctor like get us off the boat dock us like yeah. bring us back to shore she's very <laughs> concerned and the producers are like haha no it's fine don't worry about it I'm sure he's okay just give him a minute and like so by the time she actually goes downstairs she's just like are you fucking kidding me yeah, and so the surprise isn't, she doesn't like it because she's mad because she was worried mm-hmm. for 45 minutes thinking he was, like, really sick. So, yeah, that second lie-based bullshit surprise. He does a lot of those. And then, as you were just saying, I wrote, it wasn't until episode 20, which was their 100th day, which in, like, Korean dating culture, 100 days is, like, you mm-hmm. celebrate that. Um, that was beach lap sitting, carrying. Like, that's when they really started touching each other. Yeah. And then episode 22 is when they got a house. And they had mm-hmm. such a nice house. Yeah, they did have a nice house. <laughs> they had a nice house. And Not had, everyone like, got nice houses, no. but they got a nice house. They got a nice and a car. house. And they got a car. And <laughs> which, is, which was really fun for them. Like, it's something on We Got Married that you'll see a lot. Um, they always get really excited when they get to go on car trips because they're finally actually alone. They, yeah, they're all the way alone mm-hmm. when they're because, in the like, car. Because, like, obviously, like, when they're filming this show, like, they have camera people, like, a whole crew that's following them around. But in the car, they just have, like, a set-up camera, but it's really just the two of them, like, alone together. And so that's of that comes up a lot throughout We Got Married. I wrote Married. that down in my favorite things about We Got Married road trip episode. Yeah, road trip Those episodes are, the are always the best. Um, I don't know where this comes up in the in their season because like I didn't rewatch the whole season I just found like highlight reels um, when do they do their Namsan Tower Lock that was before they do that before their 100th day they did their tower after they got their driver's licenses in episode oh, okay. so 10 so they go and they like celebrate and there's a it's like a um it's just like a thing to do in Korea. There's this really tall tower in Seoul called the Namsan Tower, and like couples will go and they they put a lock on the bridge. I've done it. Um, I have a lock up on Namsan Tower cute. as well. Um, well, Kuntori <laughs> had to do it twice because after they put their first lock on there, it got stolen <laughs> by shitty fans who thought it would be cool to steal it, and they were very very hurt by the fact that someone stole it. But so Nikun comes out and he's like, "Don't worry, I have a backup plan." And he brings out this enormous bike lock yeah. with like an additional padlock and a chain. And so they go back and they triple like, lock triple themselves lock it. onto yeah, it. And yeah, it's yeah. really fucking cute. Hopefully that's still there. Um, so next up, but next up in their timeline is a very important episode. It's the like seven episode stretch where they go to Thailand. Yes. So they go and they, not every couple got to do this, like go on a trip. Um, because this one wasn't even, it's not technically considered to be their honeymoon or anything. Uh -uh. Like they haven't had their quote unquote wedding. They didn't really do wedding shit till the end. Yeah. Not until the very end. And so, um, but Nick Kuhn got to take Victoria back home to meet his whole family and it was really really precious it's there it's like a it's a huge stretch of episodes mm-hmm. it's like a huge chunk of their time yeah. but like yeah he goes he goes home 
There are like nice fans at the airport with like Kuntoria banners. They're mm-hmm. so excited to see them. And then and like, he was like a prince of Thailand. They like, called him the prince. Yeah, like yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very beloved. Because he was the, at the time, I think he was the, the only, only Thai K-pop star. So. At least the biggest. Yeah. If, if not the only. I won't say the only because I don't know that yeah. as a fact. These but days definitely there's only the seven famous. of them. So I feel like maybe at the he time. Was the only. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Then he goes home and he has like. 35 family members. He is such there. a huge family. And his poor, sweet grandma does not understand what is going on. No, because, <laughs> and this is something that is common, this is like a theme throughout every couple. They introduce each other like, this is my husband, this is my wife. They don't say like, we're on, we got married. They never preface it with the idea like, this is for a TV show. They just, he goes home and he says, this is my wife. And they all, the, the grandmother especially, but also his parents and other family members at first are like, why didn't you tell There's us like you were getting married? There's like aunties that are like very What do you mean you got married it? and we didn't get to go to the wedding? Like, Nikun, how could you? Like, how could you bring this betrayal onto your family? Like, they're yeah. so upset about it. And, and like he kind of explains, especially because they are right away very touchy. Like, at this point, they've already been together for over 100 days. Like, they are holding hands at dinner. She's feeding him very casually. He's fixing her hair. He's looking at her with hearts in his eyes. Like, they're and very much very already in love. And, like, the grandma is just like, are you sleeping together? This is unacceptable. How could you do this, Nikun? Like, who raised you to be this way like she is not having it right but then i think then they like go they do a press tour like in thailand and she's really nervous and he like helps her it's very sweet Mm -hmm. and then they like go to like a beach resort and have a nice time and then when they leave mom and grandma come to the airport to say goodbye to them i think by then maybe it's been better explained to grandma um, because when they leave the airport, Victoria cries so hard mm-hmm. um, because she just like talks about uh, she just talks about like how she had to leave her family when she was yeah. very, very young to go to Beijing to go to school like her parents wanted her to have a better life. So she mm-hmm. like was alone a long time and like, you know, she probably doesn't get to see her family very much. Yeah. And it would like. Getting to go see someone else's family. Mm-hmm. I just like it seemed really important to her. And yeah. it was very. And there were like we just talked a lot about how like the grandma was very upset about everything. But for the most part, a lot of the family like very much immediately accepted Victoria and were like very kind to her and like supportive of their relationship or whatever, because she is so sweet. And because it was obvious that their connection was sincere, that like she was very well treated by the family. And uh-huh. so I think it it meant a lot to her to spend that time with them. Um, and to be so like welcomed into this family totally um episode 30 i feel like you teased this already but this was when victoria tried to have a surprise while for 2 p.m's comeback yeah uh she ropes shiny involved well mostly mino because he's the dumbest one who will come along with this like stupid plan he's so naive and young in this episode it's honestly infuriating he just has a stupid smile on his face the whole time and i'm like you don't know anything you little baby boy i know but but he's just like bitter he's so and jealous sincere and he, but he's like so jealous and like victoria has this and like, victoria is the nuna in replay like yeah. she is the girl in their debut music video so she has had a bond and relationship with shiny from their debut so like her going and asking them for help is not weird or out right. of the blue like they were very good friends yes and they're like tell and key is telling her that her plan is stupid and Mino's like, no, we're going to do this. Yeah. So he like 
goes, they get the We Got Married people to pretend that they're from a different show and that they need to interview 2PM. So 2PM is giving this very sincere fake interview that they don't know is fake. And then Mino just walks in the room and they're like looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, a lady, there's a lady. She like wants to talk to you. And they're like, we're giving an interview. Like they're very. Yeah. And and like, he's not from their company. They're not (laughs) friends. They're just like, why? Why is this child interrupting us right now? Like, they're not having, having it. it. And he's like, I'm going to go. I'll be right back. And they're like, okay. And they like, he comes back in to like, the with his line. There is a lady who needs to speak to you. I will be back in a moment. And, and then, like, the, and then he's, and then he's walking back to the, to the, to Victoria and he looks so happy. And the MCs are like, oh my God, he's so confident. Like, why does he think this is going well? The commentary is like, they're just like, wow, he's bad at this. So then eventually she like comes in behind him with like a scarf on her face and Key was like, literally anyone would know that it's you. Like yeah. this is really Key stupid. throws stones <laughs> through this plan immediately. But yeah, she surprises she surprises him with pad Thai and then the yeah. MCs again go on and on about like, oh, if he just having Thai food must just make him so mm. happy. It's like if we had kimchi, then he would be saved and like yeah. oh, food. Yeah. But she comes and she's surprised like she wasn't supposed to be there at this music show because like FX wasn't performing and she goes and the plan is to just surprise 2pm with food and she should have just walked into the room and been like hello surprise, it's me I'm here. I'm here with food but she tried to but make they it. had to stretch it into an episode yeah, she so tried to, to make it a big deal and, and it didn't work um, the next a thing I have on my list is another favorite series of episodes that I had watched recently because I watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. That's when they have their housewarming party and 2 p.m. comes over and causes a goddamn Mess. It's the most frustrating episode, but I love it. But it's so frustrating. Victoria's trying to cook dumplings. She can't get them wrapped. They, like, come over. They're so fucking loud. And they're just, like, looking in stuff. And they're, like, asking her questions. Like, do you think I'm handsome? Do you think I'm handsome? Do you think I'm handsome? And they're, like, driving her crazy. And she can't cook anything. Yeah, she's just trying to cook. And Kuhn isn't like, helping. He's, like, so distracted. Yeah. Basically, like, five toddlers come over and start pulling on her skirts while she's trying to cook and uh, Kuhn doesn't help at all. He's just like so just he's like lost yeah. in this sea of chaos that 2pm brings to their house. And the best part of it is Chansong breaks a lamp with his head. Yeah. There's like a lamp over their dining room table and he a couple times in the episode he like bonks it like foreshadowing like yeah, oh, lamp. And then at one point he just stands up and glass everywhere, like shatters a lamp with his head and no one is worried about him at all. They all just stand there and like look at Victoria and it's like silent. Oh and the glass God. is like chittering. So funny. I love You're such a I, mess. They are such a mess. And like I said, I like you said or you said earlier, I think half the reason I like 2 p.m. at all is because of this. It's all just because of this. Oh, of course. This is this is why I said because when we first like like 2 p.m.'s music wasn't great at first. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't until Go Crazy that their albums became like any tolerable. Good. Um and yeah, but it was this. This this, this was better. Um, um I would say that like throughout the seasons, uh, or throughout the their episode, like Kuhn does get better at little surprises. Like yeah. one of my favorite moments the, there's just so many like sweet little moments in the Kuntoria that I think this is why they were so popular. And like these are the moments that like really catch you as a We Got Married fan are those like small moments of love and affection where like for example I think it was 
when they were preparing the dinner for 2 p.m. I could be wrong, but I think it was when he brings her the flowers. Yeah, yeah. Like they all, they go grocery shopping together and like they, they like both go to the store and they like have this whole plate, whatever they buy so much food and they go home and like as they're unpacking the groceries, like he says, Oh, you, uh, you forgot this one thing. And she turns around and he's holding a bouquet of flowers and she's just like so touched and mm-hmm. is like, when did you even have time to get those? And he's just like, Oh, you weren't looking, whatever. And like he just like had found found a time to go sneak out and buy her flowers and it was really sweet. She was very, very touched. They're very sweet. Another moment that it's like a, a good stretch of episodes and also I think important in their bonding is when they did a dance for mm-hmm. NBC's Guy O'Dajan that year. Yes. They had to do, they did this like, they choreographed this like sexy dance to this song that was like, I love you baby 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 and and then they like they get so nervous in those yeah. like my favorite is those like moments right before they go on stage like where they're right she's, backstage she's clinging to him and leaning on him in a way that they like hadn't before mm-hmm. that because like they were performing and they weren't with their groups and they were just with each yeah. other and like it was for one of the end of the sweet. year shows and she was very nervous he's very supportive of her and, and they his, have to do like a trick they, and yeah she, they like, do like a flip and it's like a couple dance it is very sexy they do like actually touch each other and like body roll on each other and his guns are out like whoa uh-huh. and uh, it's a great dance you can if you just look up Kuntoria couple dance on YouTube that's the entire very easy to find in HG so yeah. that exists um, I also wrote down next, uh, after that, they went to Jeju as a Victoria, a birthday surprise for Victoria. And the hotel that they stayed at is the hotel I went to for my honeymoon. <laughs> That's fine. And Gongmyeon went there too. So they might, I mean, oh, yeah. I've also, and I can't remember another. So idols have definitely banged in those hot tubs. Ooh. Oh, my. <laughs> well, it's a at very expensive hotel. So I'm guessing they have. They have the means to take care of those types of things. But anyway, uh, I thought that was fun. And that's when, like, a good, a good Nikun surprise that time where he gets the band to, like, play their song and he, like, brings her durian because they love durian, these weirdos. Gross. And they, he fills it with candles or whatever. Like, that's a successful surprise that he yeah. pulls off. But it wasn't based on a lie. It wasn't based on His a lie. His little surprises <laughs> that work well are the ones that are not involved with him tricking her. Yes. Yeah. Um, next two episodes, I skipped them this weekend because they're boring. It's when they like have to write an article about like their favorite oh, Korean yeah. food. Weird, weird, yeah, weird and, and awkward. There is a really sweet. I don't know like when it happens in their in their arc or whatever but there is a point at which like she has to do something (sighs) and she's like very worried about her Korean and so he puts together a dictionary he like works very very hard to put together this like Chinese Korean dictionary for her and obviously that was a challenge for him because it's not his first language and like he doesn't speak any Chinese and Uh like he really struggled and worked so hard putting it together it was very very sweet that's very cute um, the next thing that happened, I just wrote it down because it's another like hilarious episode. And another thing I love about We Got Married is when forced blind dates with friends get happen. Uh, there's a really good one on the Taming and Noun season. Um, we'll talk about that another day. But mm-hmm. on this season, they got Sully from FX mm-hmm. and then this boy that Kuhn is friends with who's like a badminton player. Okay. And they like force they like force a double blind date but then at some point they leave them alone in the house and they go to the grocery store and while they're there they like 
Sully and this boy like put decals on their living yeah. room wall and it's supposed to say PS I love you but they put uh, like love I PS you like they just yeah, put they them did in the it wrong, wrong order completely and then they go up to their bedroom to watch a movie and they're like let's drink red ginseng packets on the bed and then they spill ginseng all over their comforter yeah. so then they go put it in the bathtub and then leave it there and then they like go out and they like go to badminton and they have a nice day and those two fuck off and then coon and victoria get back home and there's a wet their blanket is just soaking wet in the bathtub and they're just like and sully, horrible decals and they have, on the wall so they have to peel they're peeling the decals off and sully calls and she's like sorry i spilled stuff on your blanket bye and then they have yeah to like, and there's like a really <laughs> sweet moment where they go into the bathroom and victoria is clear Clearly, like pissed as fuck, because like, her magnet came over and wrecked so the house. Mad, and like she can't even believe that she just put this blanket in the tub and left it. She's like furious, and Nick Coon just looks at her and is like, "It's okay," and immediately picks her up and is like, "Should I just throw you into the tub too?" And like immediately makes her giggle makes and fun. like laugh and like lightens the mood and is like, "Come on, let's just fix this. It's fine." And like he solves everything because they're very cute. Oh, they're so cute. Um, let's see. Uh, then they did, they threw out the pit, they threw out a pitch at a baseball game, had a very, very awkward moment with the kiss cam. So frustrating. kept trying, they like kept, whoever was operating that kiss cam was a dick because they like kept putting them on it over and over and over again. And And he was like, I'm not going to kiss her. Yeah. These idols are like, we're not doing this until finally, like they're wearing hoods or they're both wearing hoodies, baseball hat with a hoodie on it. And so he like leans over and he kisses her on the cheek. Oh, on the the sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, on the hoodie. Not even skin to skin contact. It's yeah. silly. It's very dumb and uh, stressful and like so stressful. Yeah. Um let's see episode what's next? When episode. did they go bungee jumping? Uh that's in a second. I wrote down right before that on episode 48, I wrote dummy coon has girls over to cook. Do you remember that episode? He like, he wants to do the same thing for, for Victoria. Cause Vic, cause FX is like preparing for a comeback. Oh, and he's like, yeah. I want to make her Chinese food, but I don't know how to make Chinese food. Yeah. I will call over three hot Chinese girls from another company and invite them over to our marriage house. Yeah. Wow. So she's he like, not there. Yeah. So he comes, he comes, he surprises her. He like gives her this like boxes of food and she's like, Oh my God, you made this. And she's eating it. And she's so happy. And then he's like, want to see the pictures of me making it? And he's like, Gia and like whatever came over. And she like, her face falls and she like the food like falls out of her mouth. <laughs> And he's, like, showing us videos of, like, all these hot girls in their kitchen, like, and they're, like, making tofu together, and they're, like, hey, and having so much fun, and he's, and she's, like, you had women in our apartment, and he's, like, I I don't know any Chinese boys, and she's, like, and so she can't enjoy any of it, she's so hung up on this. And then, oh, a thing we totally forgot to bring up, another element of We Got Married besides the MCs and the footage is there's black box interviews, like talking head interviews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the couples. And in his, he's like, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, what if Shiny was in, if she was in our kitchen yeah. with Shiny? Like, okay, maybe I would be upset about it. Anyway, 
that was a that was a misstep. Yeah. That's a really fun element of we got married <laughs> that like they do have Couple these fights. black box. No, that they oh. have these black box interviews. Uh, no, I don't like the fights. Okay. Um, no, I like that they like something will happen and then it will immediately cut to like the husband or the wife like all alone in an interview like, and they've just know. been asked like, so why did you do that? <laughs> and they're like, God, man. I really thought that was going to go differently or whatever. Like, there's just some really great moments in those. Yeah, and some of the, like, shyer people who, like, never said anything nice to their husband or wife would say it all in those interviews. Yeah, yeah. Like, they would just, like, reveal what they were truly feeling, like, in those black box interviews. Yeah, so now is when I wrote the next episode is when they go on their, like, they do their flirty car washing Oh, which yeah. was so ridiculous. And then they go to bungee jump and they do not bungee jump because she chickens out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They almost jump like four times and then yeah. she's like, no. no. And then they don't. Mm-hmm. And it's a bummer. And they're supposed to do it together. He was supposed to be like holding her while they did it. Um, and she just, she could every time it. they'd be like three, two, one. And she would go, no, 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 no. And then they couldn't do it. He so should have just jumped. Like yeah. he should have just done it. But um, and then the next episode is when they filmed their own Caribbean Bay. Yeah. Caribbean so Bay or they whatever. go to the water park and they film a little thing at the With water park. With 2 PM mm-hmm. and 2 PM comes and wrecks all their fun and pushes everyone in the pool and like. 2 p.m. continues to be the worst. But they're also all just in bathing suits and the MCs just scream the whole time. Yeah. Like, we're gonna be having such a good day. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. like, Nick Kuhn is shirtless the whole time and, like, all of 2 p.m. is so beefy. Yeah. And my favorite MC, the married one, is just like, this is the greatest <laughs> day. And, like, yeah, they're really all fun. having, like, the most fun ever. Yeah. Um, okay. 50, now we're, oh, we're getting so close to the end. Fifty Episode 52 is their wedding photo shoot for their one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I, this introduced me to the concept of a wedding photo shoot, which I feel like is a terribly Korean thing. Like maybe other people do it, but like we don't do this in America no. at all. So basically the concept is like you go to this house or whatever fancy you photos, go to this like fancy studio. photo studio and you put on wedding dresses and suits that are not the ones you're going to wear to your actual wedding and you take photos yeah. in different scenarios. To have them at your wedding yeah, mm-hmm. in the hallway to yes. be like, look at our beautiful wedding pictures. Because I feel like here the tradition, like I know some people will take bridal photos in their dress Mm-hmm. But no one can see them till after the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the in Korea, like these these wedding photo shoots, the dress that they're wearing is doesn't have to look anything like right. the dress that they're going to wear for their actual wedding. So at their wedding photo shoot, they did like one where she's up in a tree and she has like a cascading like mm-hmm. like a a train that goes down forever and it's really classy. Then they do ones where they like lay in like a giant bird's nest that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. They look really cute. Then they do some like through a window. Yeah. Mm. And then they do one that's a really awkward uh like Spider-Man kiss. And that's when they technically kissed for the first time. Yeah. But it's barely anything. Both of their—it's my favorite. And watching it last night, it still got me as much as it did. Like, yeah, the first I watched time. it today. But so like he's <laughs> lying down on the floor, and she's on essentially like a mattress or something. Um, she's on like some sort of above like step to somehow. be like a little bit above him. So he's lying on his back, and she's lying on her stomach so that her face is right above his. And then like the photographer is like, get closer, get closer, get closer, until they're literally like their lips are touching but they're just like trembling and like 
touching. They're not making kids. Like, I think that the photo would have looked cuter and they wouldn't have had to get as close if they, if had, they had stuck their lips their out lips and a little bit. If they'd actually been like, mm, like, mwah. Like, done the little, like, But it's pucker. like they're keeping their mouths still. He's trying to keep his face completely <laughs> expressionless. He tries so hard to just lie so still with his eyes closed and, like, a very faint, closed-lipped smile on his face. And she has no expression on her face. And it's just, like, mm, like getting closer and closer with her lips tightly closed. And they're just, they're literally, their lips are, like, touching. Mm-hmm. But not. But, but in the not. sense that, like, sometimes if you're sitting like on a bus and like you kind of like touch the shoulder of the person, like your shoulder brushes against the other person's shoulder, like that's how their lips brushed against right. each other. There was no romance. None. <laughs> oh, it's so. But it. But and Amber was there. Like Amber walked in as they were trying to do that, and then yeah. she's like sitting next to the photographer, and, like taking million pictures. But then after that is when they finally had their wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. And like we said, like some we got married couples have the wedding ceremony the day they meet. Some of them do it six months in. Some of them have done it as their goodbye. Like yeah, it's so weird. They're it doesn't all mean anything. Times. But they. Some people have traditional weddings. Some people have you know whatever they. They had just like a, it was all the members of 2PM and Amber were the only guests. And it's like a really fancy wedding and 2PM wrecks it because they wreck everything. They just scream and yell and do what they're not supposed to. And like Wu Young officiates the ceremony (laughs) and it's like a shit show. But then after their wedding is when I feel like their turn happened. Because just, like, watching it, the episode after the wedding is the one where they go play pool. Do you remember that? It's just, like, a whole episode of them playing playing pool. But it's just, like, they're, like, barely even speaking because they're just, like, giggly. It's Mm. just, like, some. it feels like like they turned a corner. Oh, because I also didn't say that at their their photo shoot, oh, this was the thing I was going to talk about. I forgot. With the kiss. So she wears beautiful wedding dresses. Then they put her in this gorgeous red bombshell, like insane dress. And then they stand her in front of the ugliest, chintziest beach background. Because she wants like beach pictures. And Mm -hmm. it just like looks so bad. And then the like photographer has a fish tank and he's like shooting through water these weird pictures of them at the fakest, fakest, fakest beach. And she's wearing this beautiful dress. But at the end, Kuhn proposed to her with like a real ring. Mm, Okay. So after that, I feel like everything was slightly different. Um, Then they plant, they have an episode where they like plant there's planting lettuce and chili peppers. They're just throwing dirt at each other and like wrestling and being giggly. Um, and then they went and babysat. Oh, the episode starts. The next episode starts with them try, starting to make kimchi. So they've like spread all the shit out in oh, their yeah. living room. These big buckets and they've like started this whole thing and then they like get a phone call from tiger JK, who's like a rapper and his wife, Yoon Murey, And they're like, Hey, you want to come over? They come over and then while they're just sitting in the living room, Tiger JK and Yumure like leave the house yeah, and they find like, a mission. Okay, thanks, bye. And they find a mission card that's like, you're a haha, you have to watch the kid now. So they have to babysit. And the kid doesn't like Victoria. He only likes Coon. And she gets really jealous and really sulky and really cranky about it. But then it ends, they like go back home. They go back home and the kimchi is like everywhere in the living room. Because they had like completely forgotten completely left about it. it. 
and she's so upset. And so he just goes, Victoria, you want to eat some ice cream? And then they eat ice cream and then they go get in the tub. They like put their feet in the tub and drink wine. And then they get a card that's like, guess what? You get to go to the Maldives. Yeah. So then their last four episodes are in the Maldives. Mm hmm which is gorgeous, but then they get there and they're like, oh boy, vacation. And then someone's like, just kidding, you have to work here. Yeah, you have to be hotel staff. Like, you don't get to enjoy this beautiful resort. You have to work. You have to work resort. here. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's so awkward. It's so awkward. They have to be like weird bartenders and they have to teach exercise class. Yeah, they're really class. upset about <laughs> it and like, it's 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 not a good... Yes, but then it ends with, like, the last episode, they do get a real day, and they, like, leave them on a private island, and yeah. they, like, joke around on the beach, and they cuddle in the sunset, and it's lovely and beautiful. And then it's time for the worst part of every We Got Married season, the goodbye episode. Yeah. The worst part about the goodbye episode is that the couple never knows when it's coming. So, like, they get these, you know, like, they they know the whole premise of the show, like, they know when they're going to film, you know? And so they, like, know, oh, I'm, we're going to this, I'm, I have to go to the house today and, like, we're going to film together. We don't know how, maybe we don't know how long we're going to be filming together, but, like, we know that I have to go to this house at yeah. this time. And then when they get there, like, maybe an hour into hanging out together, they get a knock on the door, the doorbell rings and they get like a red mission card. An envelope. That's and like, it tells you like what you're going to do that day. And then one day you get a red envelope that and says, it says the end of this is the end, this of, is your the end of your marriage. marriage. Like say goodbye. You're done. Oh, yeah. It says like today is your last day of being married. And it's always I really cry sad. every it's time. Always really sad. I cry every time. But theirs is especially sad because it's their it's their 456 days, so like four, five, six. Mm -hmm. So they know that it's their last day, but then the production staff like throws a four, five, six day party that all of that all of FX and their like friends all come to, and they're treating it like it's a regular anniversary mm -hmm. day. But like Kuntoria knows that like it's they have to that day. they have to break mm -hmm. up after this. That's very melancholy and very weird. So then they get the way they end it is like they get back on that anniversary, that bus from the first episode and the people are like, or no, was that before their wedding? No, that was before their wedding. Coon's like, he shows her a video of him like walking around their house like the last time, like this is our house and this is where we did these things. And they always reminisce and talk about how they should have done things differently. And then they go back to that 63 building. He gets back in the elevator. He breaks down in the elevator. And then when it gets to the top floor, it opens and uh, Love Actually style Victoria has cards that are like, Thank you for mm -hmm. your fam like showing me your family and thank you for loving me or whatever. It's fucking devastating. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it at like two o'clock in the morning last night and I was like still a mess. It like still works on me. And then they like oh, because the end is the worst. The talking head coon is like, what does he say? Like, I know like I've always known that this isn't real, but those moments where it feels real are like the most important thing. And then Victoria says, it feels like a dream that I have to wake up from. Fuck, every time it gets me. I know. 
Because they said that, like, that's what we're talking about with those little moments where it becomes very sincere and like, yes, okay, fine, it's a reality show and it's all, it's all like set up and manufactured, but these people, they take it sincerely and they take it seriously and they like really do commit themselves to that moment and that scenario. And so when they do have to say goodbye, it's often very heart wrenching because you're like, Oh, but like you did work really well together. And like, why do you have to say goodbye? Like, maybe you can just keep dating outside of this TV show. Yeah. But it's also the idea, especially when they're both idols, that like their, their schedules are so busy that the only reason they had time to have a relationship at all is this is because was it was schedule. part of their schedule that they had to film. Like, and like we talked about this in our, in our Valentine's Day episode, like so long ago that like the whole reason Kai and Crystal from FX broke up was because because they never had time to see each other. It's not because they didn't like each other. It wasn't working. It was just like they never had a free moment right. to spend. And so like when you are on a show like this, it's like, oh, I have because my relationship is part of my job now. I actually have time yeah. to spend with you. And now that that time is over, that it's not going to be in my regular schedule. Actually maintaining this relationship is going to get a lot harder. Yeah. And that's why those episodes always get me the most like I love reminiscing like it that all a montage always gets me so the like clips of it all mm-hmm. but also everybody always has like a lot of regrets i watched a bunch of goodbyes last night just because i wanted to make myself upset i guess but there's like a lot of people being like you know like we should have spoken formally sooner or like i wish i'd held this hand more or i wish mm-hmm. like people would get really regretful of like oh we should have we should have done this all differently yeah. like now that Especially it's over because they never know how long they're going to have together uh-huh. like you never some some couples like Kuntoria, they get like over a year together and some couples only get six months and whatever like yeah. you just never know you never knew. You never knew. Knew. Yeah, the show doesn't exist anymore. It's not. I just, I'm sad that this show isn't on anymore. I know it made people really mad when it was on, mm-hmm. which is very odd. Um, but I loved it so much. I just thought it was a really unique show. Um, I guess a funny way that we could end this that I thought was hysterical is that uh, my husband didn't understand the premise of the show like at all I thought that he had I know he's watched episodes with me and I swore that I had explained it but he thought people were really married and I was like no no yeah because I was trying to explain like oh I'm watching this whole season like it's really crazy like blah 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 and it's the reason that I like k-pop and da 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 because Tamin and a-pink and whatever and he was like is that guy from shiny and that girl from a-pink still married and I was like no they were never married they were never married. Are they still married today, seven years, ten years later? No, dumb dumb. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, really? Did you really think any of them were married? And he was like, I guess I never really thought about it. And I was like, did you you've listened to me like screaming about Hyuna and Edon for the last like two months, and you thought people would have gotten fired. Like, you think that Shiny and A-Pink is married, but someone else is getting fired for, like, being in a relationship? Like, use your brain! In his defense, he does not care about K-pop. I know he doesn't does he care at all. With these things. He doesn't so care at all. He had no reason to believe. You're tr- that's um, true. No reason to put those pieces together. But anyway, We Got Married was a fantastic show. Um, people really love to hate it. Uh, it was very controversial for a variety of reasons, and I think that that is why it has since been canceled. True. Um, like we said, 
at the beginning, some of the episodes are available. Some of the more recent episodes are available on Vicky, um, which do have English subs. The rest, like, you can find some moments of it on YouTube, but, like, full episodes are not available there. Um, it's pretty, it's hard to find those, those yeah. older couples. I guess that was maybe the point that I wanted to get to at the end is, like, really sorry for bringing up this thing from eight years ago that I'll never get to watch. <laughs> but it was really important to me. And I wish if I could give if I could give you all my hoard of we got married, I would. But they ha- they aren't on the internet for a reason. Like that shit gets pulled down. I don't have the resources to upload these things. But anyway, I don't know. I love this show. It was my favorite. I'll miss it forever. And we're probably going to talk about it again because there's more couples to bring up. So that's it. We'll be back with our random game. All right, we're back. And it's been a while. I feel like the random game has been giving us like established. Like I feel like it's been a minute since we've had a like blank Wikipedia type group. True, true. I mean, uh, yeah, this is a group that um, there's literally a paragraph of them on Wikipedia. They are called Lip Service. Um, They were originally a trio formed by Now Entertainment, um, which debuted on in February 2014 with a song called Yum, Yum, Yum. These are girls, by the way. Yes, three girls. Um, But there are four former members of the show. So this uh, group was only together from 2014 to 2017. They originally debuted with three members, Bipa, Anna, and Cora. Cora left in 2015, and they added a girl named Cindy only Mm -hmm. for the year of 2016. Um, So Bipa and Anna were, like, the main, like, core Uh members of this whole group. Um, They, let's see, they released one EP called Hello and five different singles um, between 2014 and 16, and then they announced their disbandment in August of 2017. Yeah, and that's that's like all the information that we could find. Yeah, that's kind of it. The only like other detail is that one of the members is the one who announced on social media that the group had disbanded, um, which was then later confirmed by the official page going inactive like around the same time. So it also says on this Wikipedia page that they had a different label every single year for the four years that they existed. Ooh, yikes. I wonder if that's because they initially started with like a small company that got changed around. That's really weird. I wonder why they ended up with so many different labels. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm very curious to yeah. see what this is going to be about. Um, yeah, we have no information on like the style of music that they had or like what their whole thing is. But and it's interesting too that they're supposed to be a trio because the screen grab of this debut single "Yum Yum Yum" is just two of them. Has but two people. Whatever, let's see. Let's All right, 1.5 million views. Uh, yum, yum, yum. Let's see what this is. Lip service. Y'all ready? Oh, polka dot Ooh. lipstick. This is not what I was expecting. Not at all. Okay, they're definitely just a duo. What the hell? Whoa! Okay, now there's a boy tearing his shirt off. Yeah, 
So they definitely have like a tougher style. They kind of have, they have like bandanas tied around and one set where they're just like with rollers in their hair. It's definitely a box video. Yeah, just like pink box backup dancers and like goofy outfits. Okay, now they're in a club, quote unquote club. They're in the same room in every moment, but. Yeah, well, I I feel like we haven't been talking, but I don't know what else to say because it's like there's a robe, robe set, there's a mechanic outfit set, there's a denim set, but they're just yeah, they're it's just, just hanging out, different outfits, dancing. and they're just dancing. But I kind of like it. I'm not mad about it. It's fun, and I like their styling, and they look like they're having fun. Who is that dude, though? I don't know, but I appreciate a group that objectifies a man. Yeah. He just seems to be the only one. Like, in the club scene, it's all There's girls. just the one... <laughs> just the one man. And I feel like they have, like, a different style Uh than a typical girl group, which is fun. No, there's a guy. Yeah, it's that guy. Well, I'm confused as to why they're billed as a trio. Cause Me that was too. Definitely that was two, two people. people. Oh, but look here. There's three people sitting on the couch. So they must have, maybe they must have added. But the, but the Wikipedia page said. Yeah. 2014, Cora. Huh. Weird. That's super odd. Well, that was lip service, that was lip I guess. Service. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Welp. It's the end of the episode. Yeah. That's when we recommend something. I know. I don't know what to recommend this week. I didn't really have something prepared. Okay. I'm going to recommend something really random. Okay. I mean, well, it's on topic, but it will feel really random. What is it? Uh, So we'll talk. I feel like we'll talk about them another day, but. My actual favorite We Got Married couple recorded a song together, mm-hmm. um, and it's called Holding Hands, and it's by Woo Young and Say Young, and they wrote it together on their show, and it's sweet, and I love it, and there's a cute half music video of them recording it. And I feel like that's the only thing I can recommend this week. Fair enough. Um, along those lines, then I'm just going to recommend uh, something that I mentioned earlier in the episode. It's a drama on Netflix. It's called My Only Love Song. Yes. And it's 
great. Like it is honestly, it's hilarious. Um, it's well made. It's romantic. Um, it is very satisfying. There are many scenes in it where the two main characters get to make out and it stars another great We Got Married couple, Jean Young from Sea and Blue and uh, an actress whose name I just forgot. Um, but they are great. That show is based on their own love story um, and the song they wrote together. Uh, and it's beautiful. I love it. It's yeah. goofy and slapstick and ridiculous. It's like a sci-fi and not, well, yeah, kind yeah, of sci-fi. It it's like time travel, uh, Time travel historical drama and it's super fun. It is. It is super fun. Yeah. D- uh, double, double, double that wreck or whatever. I don't know. I'm. We've been talking too long. My brain is broken. So that is all for this week. I'm trying. I don't have my schedule. Never mind. I was going to see if there was something I needed to ask the listeners for next time, but I don't have my things. So. I don't know. If we do, we'll put it out on Twitter. We will. Oh, in our Twitter. If you want to follow us or follow us anywhere at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for all the links. Pod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. And we're on YouTube. Ask me about K-pop, the podcast. And that's it. Uh, we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Tongyan, you're our inspiration. <laughs> <laughs>